Welcome to Humans of Twitter, a podcast where we discover the stories behind the people behind the Twitter accounts. People that are interesting, opinionated, and surprising. I'm your host, Steve Malk, and today I'm speaking with someone who describes themselves as one third of Santos, Sam and Ed's Total Football and Friday Front Bar. Also on Channel 10's Have You Been Paying Attention, where I've been consistently unlucky. Humans of Twitter is their stories, in their words, in a little more than 140 characters. Please welcome today's addition to the Humans of Twitter list, Sam Pang. Thank you for having me, Steve. Sam, it's great to, to be speaking with you. In social settings, how do you introduce yourself? I say, hi, I'm Sam. Is that... <laughs> is that... Um, that seems to be pretty natural. That's not a bad way to do it, I've found. Um, I, you <laughs> it's know, a great yeah. start. Hi, I'm Sam. I never assume... Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what I never do. I never assume anyone knows, you know, who I am. So I, when they say... Hi, I'm uh, Steve. I say, hi, Steve. I'm Sam. There you go. What, what, it's great to meet the, you, Sam. What do you do? <laughs> what do I do? I'm finally getting comfortable with saying oh, I'm, a, I'm a comedian, but that's taken a long time to get there, mate, because it used to just, just, just kind of, you know, say I work in the television or I do a bit of radio or this and this and this, and now it's just easier to say that. But, um, you know, you got to be clear though, because you know the stand-up stand-up comedian is different to comedian and all this sort of stuff. So I don't know. I'd, I'd actually like just to get to the point where I said showman. That would seem to be that would be fine. But I don't. We're not quite there yet, Steve. Sam Pang, entertainer. Entertainer. Yeah. Knock none. That could that's that's another step, mate. I couldn't do that yet either. There's, so, there's a Sam Pang, Sam. Sam I'm Pang not lucky. Up. Yeah, Sam Pang, lucky to be just lucky to be in the same room. That's about it. That's <laughs> where I'm at the moment, mate. So. Um, yeah, I don't know what other. Yeah, these are tough. They're, they're actually sometimes um, those simple questions. They're quite confronting. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. almost it's almost as bad as the whole. So, what are you doing at the moment? And that's a that's a that's a a, a tricky question sometimes because it's it can actually just um, alert you to the fact that the person you've asked that has nothing on, and yes. then it's just no one feels good after that. So, I, I yeah, it's always- I've just worked it out now. I just I just. Um, I try to say as little as little as possible, and and just keep everything light and fluffy, and then keep moving. Well, that's that, that helps you get by, you know, with meeting most people, doesn't it? <laughs> just get just get by, yeah. No substance, nothing really, you know, <laughs> interesting, but um, just allows you to get by, Steve. That's all. That's all I'm trying to do. Well, maybe we can smash that that understanding that you're just all light and fluffy in this conversation, Sam. <laughs> I'm happy to give it. A, I'm happy to give it my best shot, Steve. What do you write on the the incoming passenger card as your occupation? This is where, but, mate. I'm not kidding you. This is where it all comes from. That's the one where I have in the past, you know, hilariously, just because it's easier. It's I sometimes say I I, I write writer, and then mm-hmm. I'm going right. That's not that's not right either. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. Harper Lee's a writer. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel right either. <laughs> yes. Although, by the way, she hasn't been overly prolific, but you know that's fine. I'm glad mm. she finally got book number two out. And then you go, that's not right. But then you go, comedy writer, and then you go, well, you know, I don't know. That's it's such a. I think I still write. I didn't, I've never written comedian on that card, but that might mm. change. That might that might change, but I don't necessarily. Yeah, God, it's a tough one. What do you write? I write something very boring. I write trainer. 
trainer. Mm. That's my profession. Okay, cool. Well, I might start writing that. I think you can get away with anything. The only time it hits you in the face is when they ask you, and why are you here? And if you say something that isn't consistent or congruent with the occupation you've listed. That's a good point. Well, see, with um, with Eurovision once a year, I do mm-hmm. have to say, you know, a TV presenter or whatever that is, because when, when you get to customs in that host country and they say, what are you here for? And I say, I'm here to cover Eurovision. It just, you know, yeah, I, I, I suppose that's what I am for that uh, particular job. So, um, yeah, it's always a tough one. Sometimes you would just like admit, you know, actors, they just write down actor or doctors write doctor. Okay, you get caught in between. Night of the Realm. Yeah, let's go with that. I'll go with that from now on, mate. Sam Pang, Knight of the Realm. Well, so Sam, what is a source of strength for you? What is a source of strength? Yes. Is this this is just what just in life, Steve? Yeah, just in, in you getting by, having the conversations light and fluffy with customs people. Where do you find <laughs> things that uh, that help get you up every day? You know what I'm a sucker for? I'm a sucker for those um, those motivational quotes. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see them, especially, and Twitter's good for them, by the way. I think it's, I think one's called motivation, you know, motivate. Actually, I think it's just called motivational quote. I'm a sucker for them. Yes. Um, can't go past them. Yeah, I know what you're saying in, a, in a, a broader sense. What gives me strength? Wow. This is a pretty hard-hitting interview all the sudden, Steve. Oh, we're, we're uncovering, peeling back the layers of pang. <laughs> what gives me strength? What gives me strength? Oh, you know, you could say family, but they're mildly useless. Do you know what I mean? Almost a, almost a hindrance. So mm. couldn't say that. Um, just that, you know, just that what gets me up, just that, that idea of possibly doing something during that day that is mildly worthwhile. There you go. Do you I'm find pretty often proud of that? that that's not. No, I'm not saying you know I've got that tattooed as the most inspirational motto that you can have. <laughs> you know, yes. it's a bit different to you know use the difficulty or so or, you know great ones like that. But that's you know that's about where I'm at, mate. Do you find that sometimes you struggle in your day to find things that are, uh, you know, that meet that requirement for you? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all the time because um, there's so few things that are actually worthwhile and yet somehow you've got to fill the day. So yeah, it's an ongoing dilemma. It's a good point, Steve. Thanks for the point. Actually, it's, now you reminded me that it's like, you know, we're speaking and it's 4.22 in the afternoon and I've basically done nothing today. <laughs> this this isn't meant to be a shaming situation, Sam. I'm trying to well, learn a how, little bit more about Well, that's how it's coming out, mate. That's how it's coming out at the moment, I'm telling you. I'm feeling, well, I'm already feeling worse after speaking to you. So we're eight minutes in. <laughs> I, I, got, I need to be positive, mate. It needs to be more positive to it to, towards the end of it. All right. Well, th- th- maybe this can help us build out of the funk then. What can't you tolerate? <laughs> what can't I tolerate? Yes. I've become less tolerant of people who are, you know, after talking to them for any period of time, you realize they're not asking you any questions. Mm. You know, I like a balance there. Um, for sure. 
this may not apply to this, you know, particular uh, forum, considering, you know, it seems to be, you know, you're, the idea is for you to just keep asking me questions. But you'll notice I will actually ask you questions back, um, you know, because that's just how I roll. But, um, yeah, I'm less tolerant. I'm, I'm less tolerant of that. I'm less tolerant of people who have just no sense of their place in the world, who, who kind of carry themselves with this sense of, mm-hmm of, uh, you know, a, a sense of entitlement or a place that they don't, I think they're the only ones that think that they are, um, you know, moving in that, in this rarefied air, but no one else sees it. So I'm less tolerant of that. Do you have many interactions with people like that? No, I reckon I'm good at, I'm reckon I'm good at, at spotting it early. So I, I, I kind of, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at not getting stuck with, you know, stuck with either of the, type of person that I've um, just mentioned. And so I, you know, I just, I do, um, I can quickly move on. I can always get out of, uh, you know, these situations relatively mm-hmm. quickly. So, you know, what a gift. Uh, particularly in entertainment circles, I would have said. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've been to a Logie's after party. They're, you know, that's where it comes in handy. You know, man, you've got to keep, just keep <laughs> moving. Actually, forget the after party, just the Logie's in general. <laughs> I, I must admit, Sam, I've never been to the Logie's ever. Um, I've only been to two, mate, and, um, yeah, you know, so I'm not talking like I'm uh, Bert Newton or anything. I'm just saying I've been to them and, uh, you know, that, could, that might be it for me, two and out. That's still a pretty good strike rate, Sam. That's more than 98% of the population. Yeah, that's true. I'm not complaining. That was very exciting to go to the first one. It was very exciting. What was th- that experience, that first moment of walking down the red carpet and going, I'm at Australian television's night of nights. Well, the red carpet wasn't, uh, that wasn't a massive commitment for me. I kind of, I seemed to be able to skip down it pretty quickly. So that was <laughs> fine. And then um, I remember running into, I remember being told that you can't, you, what, you know, you can't bring someone, you can't bring someone, you know, there's no plus mm. ones, there's no plus ones. Like, oh, that's fine. It's, you know, that's, I'm, you know, just happy to be there. And then I, then I looked like I looked up on the red carpet, and Molly Meldrum had brought his dog. And I was thinking, oh well, it's Molly. I suppose he can do whatever he wants. But you know, what I mean, like I'm thinking, all week I was told no plus one, no plus ones. And then mm. uh, Molly was allowed to bring a pet. There you go. That's that's about where we, you know, that was a good, that was a nice uh, reminder of where I stood in the industry. <laughs> <was there. laughs> I have I have heard about that no plus ones rule, and and I agree, Sam. I think that there would be um, a certain echelon, uh, the, the hierarchy within Australian entertainment, where it's either a given. For example, Bert would never be told he can't bring Patty. That would be uh, an acknowledgement, both of the fact they've worked very hard in their careers and and more than done their time, but also because I think it's the the very polite thing to do. Now, dare I hasten to add? I suspect, Sam, you would be very welcome to bring a plus one if the person that was hanging off your arm was, you know, wag equivalent, I guess. I, I'd, I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I, th- I agree with you with Bert. Like, Bert, Bert could bring, he could bring 10 members of the, you know, banditos. It wouldn't matter now. Do you know what I mean? He can do whatever <laughs> yes. he wants. But the, the, I think I'm still, mate, if I, you know, if I ever get back there, it'll, I, I, if, and I, I'll be able to, I'll be able to, um, you know, remember this conversation, and I'll be able to say, "Hey, mate, I got an invite back, but there was no plus ones again." So, you know, mm. I, I'm, uh, and you know, that's fine. I've, I've quickly reconciled and come to yes. terms with that, mate. You know, mate, it's fine. The 
and don't say if you ever go back. You know that you'll be at least on the Working Dog slash Channel 10 table at the 2016 Logie, Sam. <laughs> I like that you think that. Um, <laughs> I, I absolutely have no um, confidence in that or, um, you know, they got a lot of – they got a lot of shows, uh, Steve. Do you know what I mean? They, they're very, they, they have to make big decisions about who they want on You're their a table. valuable network talent, Sam Pang. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if they might be there for Utopia, uh, Steve, and so, you know, I, Truth. I, I, can't, I can't kind of, you know, crowbar myself into that table. And the, well, you could if you go as Luke, Luke uh, McGregor's plus one. Uh, well, that which I would, I would accept in a heartbeat, although I think that man would not. Um, have any problem filling that plus one. I think mm. um, I did an episode of having been paying attention with him recently and one of those girls from The Bachelor, you know what I mean, I feel as though any, if he asked any of them, they would go with him. You know what I mean? He's, um, yes. he's a funny, talented man who I don't, you know, I don't know why he doesn't have a plus one at the moment. It's astonishing. I think it's the red hair. I think they just are drawn to the enigma of McGregor. <laughs> well, yeah, he's an enigma, but he's... um. Yeah, I'd gladly be his plus one, Steve. Uh, is if we think about Sam Pang in year eleven at, at high school, <laughs> are you doing what he thought you would be doing right now? A year eleven, mate. Um, no, no. Um, is one is you know one is I, I I'm talking to you. After getting talked through, after getting talked through, you know, some software that I had to put on my computer to conduct this interview. So, no, that that eleven, that year eleven um, version of me would be disgusted that I even, you know, put in this much time. Uh, he would that year, that year eleven one would have already have said, "Mate, I don't think this is working." Once, once he said, "Open this browser," it would, would have been all over to that kid. But um, uh, no, no, year eleven, absolutely not. No, I, I thought I was gonna. You know, I was hoping to play um, play football, play Aussie rules, which was a debacle. As in, legitimately, that was what you were sizing yourself up for in year eleven. I think that's what I would. That's that's actually hard on, but yeah, that's what he. That's what I wanted to do. But mm. yeah, what a what a what a ridiculous dream for someone who was uh, not very talented. It really <laughs> made no sense at all. L- lesser people have actually put on jerseys and run on the field, Sam. I don't know if many. I don't know many. Le- well, yeah, but they haven't made it to any sort of level where you could actually, you know, hope to achieve, a, a, you know, um, a, a lifestyle. If you know what I mean, like yeah. So plenty of people play suburban footy, but um, in year eleven, at the seventeen year, sixteen year old, I would have been thinking, yeah, I'm going to play for, I'm going to play for Carlton, or I'm going to play for Collingwood, and just like you know, just not even close, mate. So what was the reality of Sam Pang earning money when he left high school? Um, waiter at the Spaghetti Tree restaurant. Nice. Where hilariously I worked, there was a month where I worked together with uh, a, a um, this uh, very tal- uh, talented woman who was doing drama, but she was also working in the Spaghetti Tree called uh, Julie Zamiro. Wow. I yeah. wonder if she ever amounted to anything. I don't think so. I never heard from her again, but she she seemed to um, – we, uh, yeah, this is we found that out years later that we remembered that we worked at this restaurant together for about a month, Gosh. but not not on the same. You know, we just like right on the roster, on, on the roster together, and then ended up going to Eurovision, which is hilarious after not seeing each other for fifteen years. And then, um, so I was a waiter, and then I was playing football, you know, 
you know, so I was earning some money there. And then I was like in a pub, in a bottle shop. Oh, it was great times, mate. How did you then fall into this wonderful role that you find yourself in uh, where you get to write comedian on things? Uh, I I went to, at the at uh, like the age of um, twenty eight or twenty nine. So that's you know that is all my twenties. Just what not not mm-hmm. wasted, but just nothing. You know there was no there's no RMIT, RMIT um, media course being done, or there's no drama <laughs> classes went to. This is nothing at all. And then but you twenty eight or twenty nine, I went down to three CR radio station, which is three CR slash three community radio in. Uh, Collingwood in Melbourne and yeah and asked to I said I don't know what I want to do but I'm interested in radio this is after years of telling my mates that oh, that'd be all right because I think by that stage they were starting to worry that I wasn't actually going to do anything and they said um they said fine and it was great because they you went into 3CR and they said yeah we have heaps of people come in not knowing exactly what they want to do but what you do is you start you know so you volunteer and you end up answering the phones on a Wednesday afternoon and then you end up doing the you know the once a week you know, night course that they run and then you meet mm. people and then I met the program coordinator or someone was working in there who was working on the Mangrook footy show, which yeah. started on radio, Steve, before mm. before it went on to fame and fortune on telly. And so I started answering phones on the Mangrook footy show and then ended up, you know, answering phones. And then, you, you know, radio stations are great. You just, if you're answering phones or you're a producer or anything, then you, they just, you just end up on air if you want. They just say, yeah, come on and talk. So I ended up doing the Margaret Footy Show on radio. And and now we have the, the presence and pleasance of you across uh, Foxtel and, and, as you mentioned, Santo Sam and Ed doing the stuff there. That was uh, the start, Steve. I didn't, you, don't, you don't want me to go through the whole thing, did you? I didn't, you didn't no, no, I'm like, just, yeah, just, yeah, just chopping us through the. And if you want, yeah, it can be summed up with community radio, mate. That's where I went down, I went down to a community radio station and just hung out there. It's great. How do you describe your experience of family? Um, a very how to describe uh, lucky, you know, fortunate. Mm-hmm. Just um, it's pretty stable and it's not. It's it's big and it's there's you know. <laughs> I say there's there's no feuds. You know, it's all that's yeah. Uh, yeah it's pretty. I feel very fortunate that the yeah, family's been so from mum and dad, brothers and sisters, their partners, you know, it's like it's all been, yeah, it's all wonderful. And I feel very grateful because, yeah, and as you get a bit older, you realise that, yeah, not, not all families catch up at Christmas or catch up once a week or catch up for birthdays because there's, uh, you know, there's personalities that haven't clicked over the years or whatever and that's not the, you know, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's great. It's bo- It's nice and boring in terms of my. There's, you know, there's no. There's no twin brother that I haven't spoken to for ten years. There's no that sort of <laughs> stuff. You know, I mean, that's which is you know, more exciting than my than um, you know to, to tell a story. But it's just it's just yeah, wonderful. That's wonderful slash boring. Do you prioritize that family time regularly on on that weekly or certainly you know special occasion basis? Oh, absolutely. I don't. Yeah, it's. Um, that's an easy decision. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, yeah. Work hopefully. I, saw, I read somewhere recently, someone said that, that you, there's all these, you know, balls in life that you're juggling 
and you and when you get a bit older, you re, and you're trying to keep you know you're trying to trying to keep them up, and you realise that if you drop ball, if you drop the work ball, if you drop different sort of balls, they will bounce. You'll they'll hit the ground and they'll bounce back, but the family one won't. And, yes. And um, I thought that wasn't a bad. I didn't. What <laughs> is I? I can't tell. You know, I can't tell these stories um, uh, as well as as they should be told. But I remembered that, Stephen. I thought that's a nice one. Yeah, don't drop that ball. You know, man. Let's keep yeah. that one. Keep that one up. All the others, hopefully, will bounce back. And if they don't, well, they don't. You know. Everybody's experience of family is different. Some people have wonderful memories, like like yourself, Sam, and, and a wonderful experience of family. Some people um, don't have a great one, and and look to family or family times is something that's quite a sad thing. It's very mm. precious um, that you have this great relationship with them that is and can be celebrated regularly. That's a marvellous thing. Oh, I, absolutely. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that it's uh, that, that things are the way they are. Yeah, I mean, that it's the – the um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I, know, I really just am agreeing with everything you just said. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's sometimes, you know, you're not lucky or sometimes things are different and situations are different and relationships are different. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take these ones um, at the moment. What's your favourite takeaway food choice? Chinese. Dish, number 69, which one? Uh it's a tie between uh, an old favourite, which is a large special fried rice, or um, a combination fried noodle. Nice call. Do you have a a regular or a, you know the place you always go to get you know to get those dishes? <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a restaurant in uh, in the city called Nam Lung, and there's one in. Q. These are both Melbourne uh, establishments, Steve. Uh, one called yes. Jade Jade Restaurant, and they're both. I would argue both, you know, icons. Nam Lung, especially that is in the heart of that's you know that's kind of in Chinatown, and it's uh, pretty popular. But um, been there for a long time. I can recommend it. I don't know. If, I'm sure it's probably been in the news for um, you know, with health inspectors and all that. But, <laughs> look, I've never been sick there, so that's all I can go on. You know. Yes, it, look, it's special fried rice is such a, a great leveling dish, isn't it? Because every Chinese establishment has a special fried rice. Not everybody has a fried rice that is special. And I, I judge, I can judge it by the quality of the of the roast pork, oh, yes. and also the size of the. Are you using those mini shrimps or are you using real prawns? There you go. There's my two. They're right. big one. They're just big. They're just yeah. They're big. They're just. They're just the big things that I, I can identify early. If they're if they're using big giant uh, prawns and also genuine uh, roast pork, as in chashu, then mm-hmm. it's it's quality. If if the red bits, you're not really sure what they are, and they're using those little mini shrimps, you know, can't be any good. Get out. Get out. What one thing would you change about your life today? Uh <laughs> Man, these are hard-hitting questions. I, I appreciate your consideration of them. Um, what's the one thing I change? One thing I change. Oh, I wish I'd gone. I wish I'd gone down the three CR earlier. Yeah. 
yeah, just because it, you know it's 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 like this 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 work is fun. You know what I mean? It's fun to hang out with the, or you know to, to to do radio behind the scenes or in, you know or on the mic. And the same with um, TV and just meeting these people. It's like it's a great world. You know what I mean? It's a mm. you know it's you meet great people. You meet just fantastic people, talented people, creative, funny, interesting, smart. You meet everyone in this world and I'm um, you know I'm, I wish that I'd done it you know earlier that I wish I'd met all these people um before the age of 29 when it comes to your career Sam you're in a, a, a very purple patch do you well have I'm saying that mate I am on the phone yes. talking to you so you know how how, how good is it going <laughs> you know I mean let's be honest all right? oh, I'm not sure if that's a backhander to me or a backhander to yourself Sam no, you know, mate. I can't, every now and then, well, you know, I'm no sweetie. I can't, I've got to. If, if I have to zing, it's been, been it's been about six minutes since I've tried to zing you. You know, man. Like I need to, I need to get one in, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's, I'm and I appreciate up. the kick. Yes. Um, okay. Well, you describe it as a purple patch. I describe it as just you know um, keeping a working dog alive because they're 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 they're, they're it's almost over. They're very old. And look, you know, there's the last roll of the dice. And so, you know, I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad to have you paying attention is going all right. They need I'll something you, to pay that, for their retirement. <laughs> no, I'll let you finish your serious question. Sorry, mate. That's all I was just going to offer. They need something to pay for their retirement in Villa in Mallorca, don't they? Uh, mate, I hope. The, uh, yeah, like they'll be on. Santo's already living on the streets. It's already over for, all over for him anyway. It's a downhill run. What I was going to ask about your purple patch, what goals – do you have as far as, um, you know, stuff that you would, you know, five years time, Sam Pang is going to be star host something of anything, or is it just roll with the punches? What would you, what would you guess I was going to say, mate? I I have an idea, but I want to hear it from your own human mouth. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'll, I'll go with the second option, mate. So I have no, <laughs> I have no idea, no idea. And there's no, um, yeah, no big goals, no big plans for me, mate. I, uh, <laughs> I'm happy to just go along with the flow, see what happens. I don't think that's you know, it's just you know, different different people have uh, different you know styles or methods and or you know, yes. uh, and so I'm pretty, yeah, you know, I'm, I don't know, I'd like to do a bit of radio. I don't really do, I've done, I've done radio since I started, if you know what I mean. So yeah, that'd be nice, but. Hey, I think I think the industry would survive if I'm never on radio. I'm pretty sure it'd be <laughs> fine. Um, but you know, I, I, anything I do, I feel that it's I'm not. This is not false. I feel very disposable in terms of it's great, and I'm having a time. But if I wasn't here, you know, mate, if if I wasn't sitting, um, you know, yeah, if I wasn't sitting at the front bar, or if I wasn't hosting Eurovision or if I wasn't mm. sitting on heavy in attention, someone else would sit there, mate. I don't, that's, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to, I've been away for having you paying, paying attention. They didn't, out of respect, have an empty chair there for that show. Do you know what I mean? Someone sat there and, <laughs> yeah. and the show went to where it was fine. Probably, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't, um, I, I'm not under any illusion as to how important or, you know, you think you are. That's sincere. That is as oh, almost as people don't think I don't do that. My people who work with me think I don't do sincere well, but that is actually sincere, Steve. Your but your humility is is inspiring and encouraging, Sam, because there are you work in an industry that is so built and defined 
by people wanting that you to take notice of them. And uh, if if I can encourage you, your deflection and self-deprecation and, and, and the humility that you show is, is very refreshing. Thank you. Trying to take compliments better than I used to. That's very nice of you to say, but I just think that the the well, the alternative just isn't me, mate. So you you know you can't even be who you are. And yes, I, I understand that some people have you know have a different um, attitude to things, and that's their way. Of, you know, that's their um, process. I mean, that's the way they do it. And it, and it, if it works for them, then great. But that's I feel that my, my you know what I just said is based on you know hard evidence. Um, if I wasn't if I wasn't doing it, then someone else would be doing it. So it's like I don't give a. I always like I always like um, the 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 examples or the situations where people you know like someone can everyone considers someone irreplaceable right up until the point they're replaced, and then it's like yep. they get replaced and the business as usual. There's like so many examples of that. Do you know, man. There's so many, especially in um, radio and television, where you just grow. You know. There's people doing a show, or there's people doing a, a shift, you know, and, and and then and you think it's absolutely establishment and absolutely set in stone, and then something happens, you know, a new boss comes in and doesn't like them, and they're gone, and it's a big, you know, it's it's kind of it's, it's it gets discussed for a little while, but then then you know people move on. By the way, where did you think I was going to be in five years? You were going to say, honestly, Sam, it's not going to surprise me if um, there's. Uh, you know, either a, a hosting or a regular spot. Not, I guess, not too different to the "Have you been paying attention?" scenario, but a regular position, um, like the Santo Sam and Ed thing. You guys hold that down as hosts slash panelists um, and have guests come in. I think that what you offer in that regard is something that's very entertaining, and you'll be taking your annual leave to go and cover Eurovision as you do. That's my expectation. So you're saying, basically you're saying in five years' time I'll have absolutely made no progress in my career mm. as to what it is, and that's that's what, I, that's what I just read from. That's what you just sounded like, mate. I may have undersold my expectations for you, Sam. <laughs> I can tell you that if I'm doing, if I'm doing Eurovision in five years' time, you, I would be very surprised. But it, is that a budgetary or a Sam decision? That'd be a Sam decision. I, I, I'd be, I'd be, um, yeah, I'd be surprised. There's only so I, many times you can talk to a guy called Thorsten. <laughs> there's only, there's only so many times you can be backstage and say, "So, um, Poland, <laughs> sure, let's the the women churning butter and the two dead swans in the corner." But tell us about your song. There's only so many times you can do that, Steve. I'm telling you, mate. Could be time for a change. There's, you're in a, you're in a business that is both full of opportunities and vastly closed to people who are outside of it. So you being in it at least gives you that leg up to to have people go. Oh, hey, what about that Sam guy? And your question is what, Steve? What about that Sam guy? <laughs> um. If I can, I'll just comment on your, yeah, it's a, yeah, the, the, that's the position I'm in at the moment. That's, and that's, mm. it's great. I don't, you know, it's, yeah, you know, 
it's it, it's I think you got to be in it for other reasons other than just for people you know to walk down the street. Hey, there's that Sam guy. Do you know, man? You have just might have yeah. you know just um, it's like I said before. It's just fun. You know, I mean, the people that you work with and you meet, you go to work and you're hanging out with these people, and they're you know funny, interesting. They're mm-hmm. they're everything. So it's you know it's it's um. Yeah, I reckon the industry you can you you know you can you you get I think it's 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 a meritocracy. You'll either get in or you you know if you're good enough you'll get in. And if you, especially if you keep trying, you know I think you'll get in if you keep persisting. Well, you're certainly good enough to be there, Sam. I certainly think that you'll maintain that. Thank you, Steve. That's very nice, man. What are you going to achieve in the next twelve months? What am I going to achieve? Yes, sir. Uh what are, what are we? What are we in? Is it September? It is near, yeah, nearly October two thousand fifteen. Well, currently I have no, uh, no. Currently I have no jobs uh, locked in for next year, mate. So, so very hard to say. A lot or nothing. Possibly nothing. That I would have thought. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's the, <laughs> yeah, I, I. Um, that's what I'm saying, mate. You talk about purple patches. You talk about being in the industry, and you know all this stuff. About I've got, no, I've got absolutely nothing confirmed for next year. Does that bother you? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it should, shouldn't it? It should. No, I'm telling you, that's. I'm, I'm not saying that I've got. Yeah, I've got it all up. Probably got it all wrong, but at the moment it doesn't bother me. Maybe, maybe if we talk in December, then all of a sudden, because then December, you know, September can turn into December, December can turn into February, February can turn into, you know, August. Yeah, August, and then all of a sudden I'm going, you know, if we have we have this chat in a year's time, um, I can say I absolutely achieved nothing in that in that in the, that twelve months when you ask that question, Steve. So yeah, I might, I've got no idea. There's always the spaghetti tree, Sam. I think that had me back. I think I was popular, um, you know, popular amongst the staff. I was good at the end of year party. Um, the bosses seemed to. I wasn't. <laughs> this mightn't surprise many, but it wasn't. You know, there was epic. You know, it may not have been as good as it could have been. But if I went back, you know, I've learned some lessons. I'm a bit older, a bit more experienced. I think I'd be all right. And 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 it's and it's the and it's the and it's the same menu, so I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boom dish, excellent, Sam. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Mate, Sam, thank you very much for the things that you shared with us today. Please know that you are highly valued, and and what you have offered is very special. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. I doubt everything you just said, but I did have fun, um, and thank you for having me on the show. You're, you're very wonderful. Sam, obviously you're on Twitter. Are there any other social accounts you want to admit to? None at all, mate. I don't have I don't have some fake, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook account where I just keep an eye on things. I'm not on those things. But, you know, I'm, I'm on Twitter. I think, uh, yeah, I'm pro Twitter. I think Twitter's great. I'm not – I think I've said to you before, I'm not a great tweeter, but I, I – um, it's a cracking source of information. Do you know what I mean? Just follow. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I think it's great. I, it's, um, and, but, and it's for me, that's enough. Do you know what I mean? It's very controllable yes. and it's nice. And, um, the other ones seem a bit too, you know, they're just, just too much. 
that's too much work. <laughs> too much work, mate. I, mean, I, I feel as though if I joined up Instagram and Facebook, then yeah, in terms of your question about what I could possibly achieve in the twelve months, it'd be basically mm-hmm. just the tweeting. Um, Facebooking and Instagramming, you know, man, I could probably do that for twelve months. That'd be that, if I joined up those Easily. others two. That that's all I'd do. Yeah. So Twitter, um, Twitter and I are good friends. This has been humans of Twitter, and I can confirm that at Mister Sam Pang is indeed human. 